Hello, everyone. Welcome to New Music News. I'm Ben Wigo, your host, and my guest today is Susanna Jaffe. First of all, can you tell us a little bit about your musical background and what made you passionate about music and writing music and putting your own music out? Basically, um, I grew up just surrounded by music because my dad was a songwriter and that was what he always wanted to do. So, you know, he'd be taking me to like songwriting competitions and just like local shows around Austin um, and writing songs around the house and kind of incorporating me into that process and kind of like teaching me how it works and whatnot and so I was just always kind of around music and as I got older my parents kind of realized I could sing and started pushing me to do it more seriously and like at first it's just like performing talent shows and whatnot and then once I got into high school I started actually co-writing with my dad and then performing those songs like open mics which led to me getting my own shows around Austin and then when I got to college I kind of stopped for like a year a year and a half because I was like just like readjusting and kind of like recalibrating to this entirely new life and um then when COVID hit I guess I kind of like rediscovered my love for music and um started writing on my own for the first time in my life which was really scary and has been really uh, fulfilling actually and since then I just like it was kind of like a light bulb moment for me where I was like this is what I was meant to do and this is what I'm going to do that's really cool. I think a lot of people found that kind of outlet during COVID because they were going through all this fucked up shit. And um, that's really dope that you found, you know, your own writing style and touching upon that. Like, can you tell us like about your style of music, what you want to make, what you have been making and what's your favorite song that you put out? Yeah. So I think um, I do think that COVID as horrible as it has been, it was really important for me. It almost like needed it to happen where I needed that space and time to just sit with myself and kind of um, figure out what I wanted to do as an artist and what I wanted to sound like, because I love the songs I've written with my dad, but they, in the past, they just weren't, they didn't feel like mine. They didn't feel like they were my sound. Um, and then I think, you know, during COVID, I was kind of like coming to terms with my sexuality and I started listening to a lot of queer music and I feel like a lot of queer music predominantly falls into like like indie singer songwriter and then like indie pop. And so I started kind of veering more towards that kind of sound with my own songwriting. Um, and I think with the last like four singles I've put out, I've really kind of like redefined my sound and my image as an artist because I've like really come into myself. And I honestly think the next song that I'm about to put out will be my favorite but out of the ones I put out so far is one that I released um like a week ago and that I actually co-wrote with my dad and that also was huge like me writing on my own was huge because it kind of changed the way my dad and I wrote together because I was so much more self-assured in what I wanted my songs to like feel like and sound like and so um our co-writing process became a lot more collaborative and like true to who I am as an artist and I feel like that song really um, encapsulates that.
And it's kind of like you came full circle because you were talking about how you wanted to like write on your own. And then you like your favorite now is like one that you worked on with your dad as um, you grew as an artist on your own. So you kind of came back. And um, I think that's so cool. And I think it's so brave of you to to um, really talk about, you know, what your personal experiences and really put that into your music. So props to you for doing that. And my personal favorite is Backseat. And I do. <laughs> can you tell us like kind of the inspiration behind that song? So basically, um, all of my songs are written based off of my personal experiences. You know, like my songwriting has totally become an outlet for me to explore what I'm going through and what I'm feeling in my life. And so at that point, um, I had only written like two or three songs before Backseat and I hadn't really shared them anywhere. Like, I hadn't really taken them seriously. And then I wrote Backseat like in two sittings um, because I was just like fueled with so much emotion. And so basically the song was about this girl that I was seeing and um, rumors I had heard that she had been cheating on me with this guy. And I made the song about her cheating with me, cheating on me with him in the backseat because of the film Blue is the Warmest Color, um, which full disclaimer that film is really problematic the director was abusive but it is a really amazing film and the main character Adele who I also referenced in the lyrics to Backseat you know hooks up with this guy in her car and then comes home to her girlfriend her girlfriend's like what the fuck and so the chorus of Backseat is you know whatever whatever and then it's Adele did you think of me kissing him in the backseat um, and Blue is Warmest Color was actually one of the movies that helped me come out I actually watched it the day before I decided to come out to my family. So it felt important to me to kind of put in some like queer references there. And that entire song is basically just about like me falling in love with my best friend and then coming to terms with the fact that she was like lying to me and manipulating me and cheating on me the entire time. It's amazing that you can put that whole personal experience <laughs> and I love how you added that whole media reference and that illusion because it really paints a picture in your head. And I love the music. I think it was the music video for it or it was a live performance or yeah. something. And it was really cool because it was like in a store. Store right by my apartment. And they were just, I like emailed them and I was like, I would love to just like film a video in here. And they were like, cool. And I was like, cool. And we did it. And it was, it was everything I imagined. I notice you lying in my face. your artistic vision into your music videos yeah so I'm currently a senior in college and I'm actually a film major um and like when I came to college even before college since middle school I was like film is what I want to do like I've always been so passionate about it because I've always just been like such a visual person in terms of like my creativity um and so with each of my songs I feel like I've had like a pretty uh distinct image of like what I want that song, how I want that song to be visualized. And so like with Backseat and with Halloween, I just 
like there'd be nights I couldn't fall asleep because I just had these like images in my head of like in the song like playing in my head and I just get my phone out and write down like every single image that was coming to mind and then kind of like work with various cinematographers and whatnot to figure out how we can like link those images together and I think for Backseat I really wanted the video to be very like bold like I wanted there to be a lot of colors um I wanted there to be like a clear like queer storyline playing out for people to see just because I think that's important um I don't think there's like a ton of like media representation especially like visual representation of like uh like lesbian relationships and so it was important for me to depict that very clearly in the video um while also using like a ton of colors I feel like red and pink are like really huge they like call to me like I just like red and pink you'll find it in like everything I make um and it's really uh fulfilling I guess to like have a song and then be able to capture kind of what can't be said in the song in uh visual terms and everything caught on fire I've heard like some of your old stuff like nobody wants me tonight and how do you think like your old stuff that you've released kind of compares to what you're making now? I think in terms of the music that I used to release it was a lot more like directly inspired by the sound that I grew up in growing up in Austin like like a little country a little folky really singer-songwriter some R&B which is mainly what I grew up listening to like I grew up listening to Adele and Amy Winehouse and like Aretha Franklin and whatnot um and then the videos the only video that I directed before my most recent stuff was the video for nobody wants me tonight which again like I feel like that um my style even in terms of directing has changed like so uh distinctly as I become like more uh centered in like my image and my branding as an artist now it feels like tonight is a jungle with the sky too heavy to hold I don't know which way to turn for my survival Yeah, deep in the dark, falling apart Lower than lonely cause nobody wants me tonight Touching upon that, um, what are some of your musical and artistic inspirations? I think it's honestly changed a lot over the past year, but like anytime someone asks me this question, I say like the album Immunity by Claro was really transformational for me as a person and as an artist. Um, I mean, that whole album is basically like a, a lot of it is about her being bi and those experiences. And I was listening to that album as I started questioning my sexuality and hearing someone voice kind of like the experiences I was going through the things that I was feeling really helped me come to terms with it and I think I also like just felt such a I really connected with that style of like kind of like indie bedroom pop rock um and so I think that was like a really huge inspiration for me just kind of like having someone be like it's okay to like use this space to like explore your sexuality and like come to terms with that and it was really transformational for me um, and I think more recently, I really have gotten into Holly Humberstone, who has this like dark pop vibe. And it's like 
indie pop, but it's not like the kind of like day glow, like happy bedroom pop. Like it's not like Claro's earlier stuff. It's more of like a hard dark pop, but it's like really exploring kind of like dark themes and whatnot um, through a pop lens, which I'm really intrigued by because I love pop music. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of gets like a bad rep for some reason. And so that's also kind of been important to me is kind of like redefining people's notion of pop because I think people really underappreciate pop music. Um, so Holly Umberstone has been a huge inspiration. I really love Ella Jane's stuff and what she's doing. She really does mesh a lot of different genres, which I love and respect so much. I think everyone, like a lot of artists are trying to uh, add their own edge to it. So yeah. it can be like, come off as like unique and um, okay. um, the, the singer songwriter aspect of it too. Like you want to feel that emotion in it. And I think that's what like, why pop gets a bad rap because like, it does like sometimes it just doesn't have that like emotional draw to it yeah but I, I do agree that that's changing especially now that like I think genres are becoming so much more fluid and like I feel like people used to be kind of like sticklers about like having all your music like of an album or an EP just as an artist fit into like one specific sound and I think people now are like really playing with experimenting um combining different genres and I think it's given pop the capacity to have more emotional depth than it has in the past what's a lyric that you've written <laughs> that you feel like is completely relatable to your own existence and that you uh put all your vulnerability into sharing with um your listeners the most vulnerable things I've written I haven't released yet let me pull them up basically I was like pretty depressed at the beginning of the year um and I just kind of had this like breakdown one week and it was just like kind of like the lowest point I've been and I just sat down and wrote this just about basically like all of my trauma and everything the chorus I feel like kind of sums it up and it when did I become so serious carving my back out I'm hollow I didn't ask for any of this bring me out and suck me dry yours and I'll show you mine the smallest things can have such consequence. In, in all honesty, I was struggling with self-harming and part of, I mean, the show me yours and your show, you'll show me mine was about like my scars. And um, the rest was just like all the things that's happened to me. Like, I didn't, like, what did I do to deserve all these things that, I mean, and I explore those things in the song and the verses, but I was just like, I'm like tired and I'm like, I feel like I'm just like a shell of who I used to be because of all these experiences I've had like to endure and the way they've affected me and like I don't feel like other people like understand um and it's I mean this whole song's just about how the smallest things can like really affect you way more than you think they will is this normally like how like your songwriting process goes like it's just like you kind of feel like all these emotions and like you just like write every song I've written I've like every song I've put out I've written usually in one sitting like I, I sit down and I just am like filled with so much emotion that I just like have to get it out um and it's usually honestly when I'm at my lowest is when I'm able to write those songs and I, I gotta say I really love like your aesthetic uh that you're putting into your music and each single like I love how you're like you release a new single and it's like each each kind of single I've been noticing has like a new theme to it. Yeah, that's it's what really I tried to do. Yeah, it's like really <laughs> refreshing. I noticed that. I'm really glad you noticed that because I've tried to like have a new like kind of story and like image uh, for each song.
So yeah, yeah. someone noticed that. That's awesome. Or can you tell us about like your most recent single? Most recent single is called What Next is About. And it's basically about the anxiety that comes with accepting that you can't force someone to love you and having to like let go of that and let go of everything that once was and face this like completely new period where you have no way you're single for the first time you lost this part of yourself and now you kind of have to like reteach yourself how you're going to navigate the world and it's it's like an upbeat pop song but it is about this like really kind of like profound feeling of like unknown and it's actually really exciting this song got added to a, a Spotify editorial playlist which is the first time I've had something added and it's like with like Phoebe Bridgers and like Annie DeRusso and like like it like King Princess like all these people that I look up to so much Thank you so much for coming on the show, everyone. This is Susanna Jaffe. Don't forget to listen to her music on all streaming platforms. <laughs>